0: and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hi there. Welcome back to the You Do Woo podcast. This is Allison Cullen, your host. And if you are new to the You Do Woo world, I just wanted to say welcome and thank you so much for popping in. I hope that you're having fun binging some of my old episodes. There's so much good content in there, especially on human design and business. I have a ton of amazing guest interviews. So go back through and binge the last two, little over two years of podcasts. And don't judge me for the first few. I do things really imperfectly. I didn't have a producer for the first six months or so of my podcast, and it's evolved a lot over the last two and a half years. So Anyways, welcome. If you're new to human design, definitely click the link in the show notes below to grab your free human design cheat sheets. This is something that I used to charge for and now they are free to you and you can grab just the one for your type or you can grab all five in case you have friends or family of different HD types. So wanted to go ahead and get started on today's episode. This is going to be a short and sweet episode, but extremely valuable. So be sure to save this if you're driving or multitasking, that's totally fine, but you might want to save this or send it to yourself to listen to again later and take notes. Man, the last couple of weeks, I've been doing a lot of life cleanup. There's just always been a ton of energetic leaks in my life, as with everybody. And I've been more and more aware of them lately, and I really just decided to make some space in my schedule to once and for all start cleaning some of these things up. So I'm not all the way through this list yet, but I've done four of these things so far, and I wanted to share the first four with you. And I might have to do another episode on this. But Before I go through the four areas where I cleaned up energetic leaks, I wanted to sort of describe to you what an energetic leak is. A lot of times an energetic leak is something we're not aware of, okay? There are areas of your life or situations or just basically areas of your life where you are basically being leaked of energy, So by the end of the day, if you just feel exhausted and not in a good way, not in a fulfilled, satisfied way, then you might have some areas of your life where there are energetic leaks and you need to clean them up. And I'm going to go over four of these today, and there are many more, so just... Please, if you think of things while I'm going through these, DM me on Instagram at Uduwoo and tell me what your energetic leaks are. And I can probably do a future podcast episode going deeper into this. But the four things that I've cleaned up over the past 10 days or so have made a huge, huge difference in my life. I feel more energized, I've been sleeping better. I feel more productive. I feel like more proud of myself, more present, more at ease. I mean, just everything's not perfect, obviously, but I really feel an up-leveling, just making for small changes. The first energetic leak I want to talk about is decision fatigue. Oh my lord. We can have decision fatigue about so many things. There's so much in our life, especially if you're a business owner or a parent or both, that we have to make decisions about. It's literally nuts. And I have a whole list of other things that I make decisions about on a daily or weekly basis that I want to clean up too. But the two things that I've cleaned up lately are meals and clothes. So... A couple weeks ago, I decided that I was sick of deciding what I was going to wear in the morning and I can't be naked because, well, I don't like being naked really. Like I'm not the type of person who sleeps naked. Nothing wrong with it if you do, but I don't love being naked. Not that I don't, I don't mind looking myself naked, but I just like, I like wearing clothes, especially comfy clothes. Anyways, but I had so much in my closet that I didn't love that were colors that I didn't like and whatever. And I was like, I'm just going to start especially on the weekdays, like on work days, I'm going to start wearing white, white or tie-dye. So I legit am looking at my closet right now. I only have white or off-white shirts and tie-dye shirts hanging in there. And it feels freaking amazing. A uniform might not be the thing for you. You might instead want to do a capsule wardrobe or maybe you're like obsessed with fashion and that's like something that lights you up. In this case, this would not be for you. But for me, just taking that decision off the table every day has given me so much energy and honestly made me giddy. So that's that. Then meal planning. Y'all, I really don't like cooking. That is something that I want to manifest into my life is the joy of cooking or baking. Right now it doesn't exist. And I think that's just part of like going, I don't know. There's times in my life where I enjoyed cooking, having a small kid and like her wanting to be in everything and be near the hot stove and the oven and all this is just overwhelming to me. So a lot of times Cam cooks, but I'm in charge of the like meal planning and grocery getting and he cooks, which is wonderful because I don't, and sometimes I'll cook, but most of the time he's down for cooking. So what we did, cause like every day I would be like in the afternoon before I was getting ready to go get Caroline from school. I'm like, Oh God, what are we going to eat today? I don't know. For a while we were doing the green chef, which was great, but they started really like I was trying to do every other week and they admin wise, they have some kinks to work out. Um, and they were like sending us things when we weren't here, when I had canceled it and all this, but It's still great. I'll put a code for that below if y'all are interested in it. But aside from that, when we stopped doing Green Chef, I was like just so overwhelmed at the decision of what freaking meal to cook. And I'm not like I'm totally down for like having one day a month or two days a month where I prep like casseroles or crockpot recipes or whatever. But Cam doesn't love that very much he doesn't like a one pot meal. He likes like a real meal. And I'm trying to really eat healthier and have healthier fresh foods and vegetables and stuff. And so that's not the deal with pots and such. So we'll do that every once in a while. And I like that idea. But what we did is we sat down and wrote out 15 of our favorite recipes that were healthy. And Basically, every Tuesday, we're going to do some version of Taco Tuesday, whether that's quesadillas or, you know, shrimp tacos or enchiladas or whatever, tiny tacos, a taco salad, taco soup, blah, blah, blah. I have like a whole list of different Taco Tuesdays. So Tuesdays, done. Done like we just have to figure out which type of Mexican food we want that day. And sometimes on that taco Tuesday, we might go out to eat, which is great. And then basically we have three weeks or a little over three weeks of meals that aren't going to be repeated. And then we do it again and again, and we can like sub them out, but I have 15 recipes written down. And every week I can just on Saturday or Sunday, be like, which five do we want today? I'm going to go To Costco or Sprouts or Whole Foods and grab all the stuff that we need and then it's ready and then Cam cooks it oh my god we haven't done it yet this is going to be the first week we're doing that so I'll keep you guys updated on how that goes and my dog is being loud right now I'm sorry I usually record these in my little podcast pod at work And today I am working from home and I'm in my bedroom and she's being loud. Okay. That was number one, decision fatigue. Number two is negative self-talk. I did an Instagram story about this the other day. I no longer have a lot of negative self-talk as an entrepreneur. I've created a ton of success for myself in a lot of my old businesses and finally in this business in You Do Woo. And so I don't come up to imposter syndrome that much. I mean, I do every once in a while, but I really am in the best momentum I've ever had in any of my businesses since I started them in my mid-20s. And I feel good about that. So I don't really have negative self-talk anymore about business stuff. I do about motherhood and about being a mom. And The only thing I'll say is, and I could probably do a whole episode on this. I don't want to dive too far into this, especially for anybody who's not a mom listening, but um, I just like really judge myself as a mom. I am working through getting rid of mom guilt for the most part. I know you can't completely erase that. I'm really working on how I respond to Caroline when she's in a mood or having a tantrum I do it as far as being a wife too. Like I've improved a ton in that area. So I'm right now pretty proud of myself and don't have a ton of negative self-talk, but that's been very recently. So I always am just like, like the sometimes the first thought that goes through my head when I like make a mistake as far as a mom or a wife is like, you're the worst wife in the world or you're the worst mom in the world. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> If I heard Caroline talking to herself like that, being like, you're the worst three-year-old in the world, I would be like, we have a problem. (laughs) So this is a problem and this is something that can be fixed. And the gal who is helping me with it, her name is Natalie Bacon. You can find her at Natalie Bacon Coaching on Instagram. And she has an amazing podcast that I will link below with one of my favorite episodes as far as, I think it's like 10 mindset shifts for moms and it's, fabulous highly recommend i mean i've gone to therapy i've done all types of healing modalities i've done tapping and tapping works for a lot of stuff eft tapping that's a whole other topic the only thing that's helped me for the internal negative self-talk as a mom is natalie bacon so linking her info in the show notes below So we've gone through, number one, decision fatigue. Number two, negative self-talk. Number three, over-scheduling. So I am a generator in human design. I love working. I could work like 10 or 12 hours a day. And I can also tend to go into the workaholic mode, into the not being present mode, into the hustle mode. And that, I just know, can't be something I go back into. I haven't been in that in a really long time three or four years, but I'm susceptible to it. So I really have to be careful with my boundaries around work. And, you know, I want to work a little bit every day. Sometimes I do on the weekends, sometimes not. But Monday through Friday, I work a little bit every day. So this is something new. I started October 1st. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have totally open, entirely open. And I get to just follow my sacral authority for figuring out what I want to do that day. A lot of times it includes yoga, catching up on admin work, recording podcasts if I feel like it, creating content or digital courses if I feel like it, tweaking things, also just fun stuff like going to see a movie in the middle of the day or grabbing brunch or grabbing lunch or whatever. So Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I keep totally open. And then Tuesdays, Thursdays are my days for Zooms, mastermind, hot seat calls, private coaching Zooms. That's my main time for legit work and and scheduling things. And it's been two weeks since I've been doing that. And Lord have mercy, it is the best thing ever. Like, it's just so good. I always tell generators and MGs that one of the most magical things they can do is create a ton of clear space in their schedule. Because projectors want to do that. And reflectors often want to do that. Manifestors, I work with manifestors one-on-one because everybody's very different. But generators and MGs tend to overschedule themselves and they really like can get pretty frustrated and burnt out and exhausted by doing so. So I no longer overschedule. My normal answer to things is no or let me figure this out later <laughs> because I'm such a people pleaser and I wanna say yes to everything, but now I say no to everything. And it's great because my, my friends who are my real friends truly understand that. And they know that they say no, they have really good boundaries, they reschedule, they don't answer text back. It's like a win-win if you can find a good tribe of friends who understands you and your boundaries and doesn't take you saying no about hanging out or going to dinner or whatever as anything that has to do with them. I just need a lot of alone time as a 6-2. So that and then the final one, number four, social freaking media. I don't know when you're listening to this. If you are listening to this live mid-October, I currently follow zero people and it's the best freaking thing ever. I explain this all and why I'm doing it in my social media magnetism course. Highly recommend grabbing that. It is currently seven days and I'm probably going to add a few more days. It is like a fan Favorite so far. Everybody's obsessed with it. And I explain why I'm doing that inside of there. And when you take the course, you do not have to unfollow everybody. I urge you to unfollow some people and we talk about who that is and why. And I have an old podcast episode about my love hate relationship with social media, but I'm going to do an updated one because there's so much I've learned in the past year that I recorded that that I want to share with you guys. But a Unfollowing everybody on social media is very freeing. So I currently only use it as a place to connect via DM and create. I do not use it as a place to consume. Every once in a while, I will go in and look at some of my role models and expanders. If you don't know what the term expander means, it's a little bit different than role model, and it is explained inside the social media magnetism course. Pause the episode right now just go to the show notes, click the social media magnetism link and get signed up. It's so inexpensive. I mean I should charge a lot of money for this and I probably will. but it's such a good course. It's a just short and sweet boot camp that is it's literally a fan favorite so you got to go sign up now. but I'll go and look at a few of my expanders every once in a while which feels good and I just follow my sacral authority in doing so but other than that, I spend like way less time on social media. I mean I probably spend 30 minutes a day on social media. How much time do you spend on social media? <laughs> how much how much do you like time do you waste scrolling? And I don't get on at all anymore when I'm with my child. And that has lowered the mom guilt an extreme amount. I think back to when I was on my phone while nursing And no judgment. No judgment against myself and no judgment against other people. And I had severe postpartum anxiety and depression, so it was what I needed to do to get by. But I also think that that was part of my postpartum anxiety and depression, is that I would be on my phone or watch TV while I was nursing. And, I mean, it's one of the biggest regrets of my life now, like thinking about how I wasn't present with her during that sweet time. And I even had a, oh my God, I had a freaking app like that I would measure the time that she was nursing. Like left boob, this amount of time, right boob. I mean, what? No wonder I had postpartum anxiety. Jeez. Anyways, the past three years, looking back, there's a lot of regret that I have of the amount of time that I've spent on my computer or my phone instead of being present with my daughter. And I cannot... Imagine getting to the end of my life and being like, oh my God, I spent even an hour a day if it's a time that I could be playing with her or hanging out with her or whatever. And she sees that too. She sees me on my phone and she'll be like, Mom, put your phone down. Unless we're looking up, you know, a song to sing together on Spotify or, or something like that. But I love that she's like anti phone. I mean, There's times where she wants to like get on and and look at certain things and we look at pictures and things like that. But I love that she calls me out on that. I'm very proud of her for that. And this social media magnetism course and all of the tips and tricks I give inside of it is like what has helped me to really lower the amount of time I spend on my phone. I promise you, like I probably at some point will get off of social media 100%. Right now, I use it as a tool to build my business and I'm gonna continue that for the foreseeable future. But at some point I'm gonna get off because it's it's not good for our nervous systems. It's an addiction, a true, true addiction. And for some people, like especially projectors, Instagram's a great platform for you guys just on being seen and like getting your creativity out there and whatever but like for me I as a 62 generator need to be in the zone and in the flow of my work and creating and social media prohibits me from doing that 95% of the time. It's that 5% of the time where I'm actually being really intentional and communicating with people and answering people back and creating content. That's the only thing I need social media for, you know? So those are the four energetic leaks that I have cleaned up in the past couple of weeks. And I highly recommend taking a look at your leaks. I promise you will not regret cleaning some of them up. Don't feel like you have to do them all at once. I started out with social media and that like actually got me in momentum. You know, I didn't cut it totally out, but doing the social media cleanup, which we talk about the energetic leaks inside the magnetism course. That was the first thing I did and it really got me in momentum to look at all the other areas of my life and I'm going to continue doing so throughout the rest of this year for sure because it feels so good and I just feel like less brain clutter, less overwhelm, more peace, more presence, less anxiety. It's freaking magical. Okay, that's all I have for you today. Click the link below to join us in the Social Media Magnetism course, share this episode with a friend via text, or take a snapshot of it, put it on your Instagram story, and tag me in it. I love hearing from you guys, and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener and Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.